You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 161, Feng Shui Tips for Your Desk. Welcome to episode 161 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out and be sure to sign up for our mailing list to hear about our events and offerings. So hi, Laura. How are you Hello. doing today? I am good. good. So today we're going to talk about your desk and feng shui, how to use feng shui to help set up your desk, but I would say your work, your workspace, because Maybe not, maybe you don't have a, de- a, a dedicated desk, but keep in mind that desks are sort of the best option, but we'll go through that. So why, why is this important? You know, if you're feeling distracted while you study or you have trouble focusing when you're doing your work from home too, there's a lot about, you know, trying to work, but feeling like everything's kind of out of control and you just can't get focused. You can't sit down. You can't complete tasks, um, your, you might want to consider that your desk or work area, workspace may need an energy adjustment. And this is where feng shui comes in to play because a big part of achieving success in your career, your work, your schooling is really setting up a stable place for you to think, for you to create, you know, build, do, grow, and focus. And you can set up your desk and sort of set it up with feng shui for success. And we're going to give you four points, four sort of areas to look at, four things to think about, to go through that are pretty straightforward and simple that you can bring into your workspace. We will focus on the desk just because it it makes the most sense. And it's, is how we look at it in feng shui. We look at, you know, these areas sort of more, especially when for point number one, if you are feeling like you are not, you don't have a sense of control, you can look at actually how the desk is positioned and how you're facing when you're sitting at your desk. Angie, do you, do you want to talk a bit about the command position or do you want me to actually, you know, I, I think in the last couple of episodes, I talked about the commanding position. Maybe right. it'd be good to hear it from your perspective. Okay. So the command or commanding position, we apply it in three areas in feng shui. I think we just did the bed not too long ago, the desk. And we also talk about the stove. So today we're going to talk about the desk. So to be in command when you're at your desk means that when you are sitting and when you are working and you look up, you can see the main entrance into your workspace or your office, that you are your back is not to the room, that your back is not to the door. It could be the front door. It could be the door to your office. It could be the main opening into a room because you're either facing a wall or you are put in a position where you know, you're completely focused on your screen and you have no idea what's coming from behind you. So that is where you get that, that loss of sense of control because command is all about reducing anxiety. But when you think about it connected to work, because that's what we're talking about. So we're talking about commanding position in the desk. Therefore, all of those 
issues that you might have from not being in command connect really deeply with your work life. So maybe you feel like you can't get ahead at work, or maybe you feel like you can't communicate with your coworkers the way you'd want to, or maybe you don't have the sense of vision or creativity that you needed to be able to bring a project forward. So all of these things, when you're in command, especially if you're facing a wall, they can make you feel closed off from all of that ability to move forward, but also it gives you a sense of unease. So putting yourself into command, if you can change the position of your desk and easily do it so that you can see the door or the opening, great, do that. If you cannot do that, you will have to use a mirror. Simple, small little rear view mirror somewhere on your desktop, your wall, so that it reflects what's coming at you behind. So that would be that I think if you don't do anything else and you did one thing and that was it, you are ahead of the game. Yeah. And let me, can I just add like, um, this goes for whether you have a permanent desk, if you are set up at a coffee table or a dining table where you work, you always want to be in command, meaning you can see the door and not have your back to the door while not being directly in line with the door. So it doesn't have to be a desk, but we're talking about your workspace. And that brings me to the next point. I would say getting grounded, feeling solid. You want to make sure that you have a dedicated work area, or you want to give yourself the sense that I am here right now and I am working. And you want to make sure that you've supported yourself the best way you can. So making sure that the area you're working on, ideally a desk is solid. It is not rickety. It's preferably literally solid. So you can't see through it, but also that your chair is very supportive that you have a nice solid back to it. It's comfortable. A high backed chair or a, an armchair style work, you know, work chair really does give you again, that, that sense of control and that sense of grounding, because it's like, you have a mountain behind your back. It gives you that support. So let's say that you are in a you're out of command and you've done the adjustment with the mirror, that chair, that solid chair will actually even give you more support and and make you feel more grounded and in control. So I would say that's point two. And the best kind of desk would be like a solid, probably a heavy solid wood desk. That's a rectangular shape is generally Mm -hmm. a good shape. Yes. Agreed. Next, if you feel that you aren't as focused as you'd like to be, that you aren't able to complete projects the way you would like to bringing in the metal element. We've talked a lot about the five elements in this podcast. You know, there's lots of blog posts if you want more information on the metal element, but what you need to know in this case is that the metal element is, is connected with productivity, completion, getting things done, wrapping things up, contracting. So bringing your energy in and, 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 it's sort of the other end of starting a project and energetically it's the close of the project, right? And you want to be focused and productive. And so you can bring in metal energy with color, with shape, with material. I like to do it just simply with a, with a bell. So if I am having trouble either, you know, beginning and completing, so I'm procrastinating or I'm unable to finish it. I will ring. I have tincture bells. I will ring a bell to get my energy aligned with that. Cause that is great metal energy, having that vibration caught, you know, from that metal bell, you can also do it with color. So white, 
grays or metal, like literally having something metallic, you know, around, maybe you can add something to your desk. You can add some color. Maybe when you're choosing, maybe, Hey, maybe you're that maybe it's something you struggle with a lot and you're looking at getting a new chair, maybe consider getting white. You know, these are kind of things you can think about when you're setting up your workspace and your desk. Yeah. I like that you picked four points. Laura set up the structure for this episode and I like that it's four because normally we do something like three, five or nine because it's more auspicious, but four is great because it's actually a very stable number. Like if you think about a table with four legs and it's calls in the earth element because the earth element has four, you know, it's usually four corners, like a square, right? And there are those other nuances in feng shui with numbers in terms of how they sound in Chinese. But since neither Laura nor I are Chinese and speak Chinese, that's not the most important thing we look at. We, you can also look at the numbers in how they work geometrically. And so four is a pretty stable number. Yeah, so for the fourth tip... I think we're going to, we wanted to walk you through activating your wealth area of your desk or for your work, Mm -hmm. because most people are concerned about that in terms of their work, right? Yes. Yes. Um, So just so you know, you can actually bagua your desktop. And this is something that we're doing with our inner circle. We're going to actually teach them the entire bagua of how to, what each of them means from a work life standpoint, because you can, you can do that. So we're doing that in the inner circle, this uh, coming up, just great. Tell them what the inner circle is. Oh yeah. The inner circle is our, it's our membership group. It's our inclusive membership group. Uh, That is the holistic spaces inner circle that we just, uh, we just finished. We just closed enrollment. So if you are interested, you can get on our email list so that you can be notified when it opens again, but we share things like that. We'll go a little bit deeper on things that we maybe don't touch on super deeply in the podcast because it gives us more time and we're, we're able to talk, you know, more closely with people and connect on a deeper level. But having said all that, I am going to teach you, I'm going to walk you through how you can activate the wealth area of your desk. Okay. So you don't need to learn how to bagua your whole desk. I'm just going to tell you exactly what to do. So if you're sitting at your desk, right where you're, you know, your, let's say your little laptop or keyboards right in front of you. I want you to look to the left top corner of your desk or your work area. Okay. That top left corner of your desk or work area is the wealth area. And if you can do this, if you can get a small plant, a cute little plant that you like a small plant, place it in that area. It'll do two things. One, it's lovely to have that wood energy. That's going to really help you, you know, get, get moving and activated. That's that wood, wood chi, but it's also the element of wealth of shun of wealth. And that is what we want to activate. So we're going to activate the wealth area and it's wealth area that's connected with your work life, right? Because it's on your desk. So that is one quick little tip that you can use how you can you know, activate the energy of your desk itself. Yeah. Yeah. And also with looking at the feng shui of your desk, it doesn't also have to be, if you're having problems, feng shui is absolutely appropriate when things are going well and you can use it to really enhance things or to keep things flowing. And another aspect of this area of your desk, the wealth position, which is called shun in Chinese is that it can also relate to 
prosperity or abundance of all kinds. It could be your, how you value yourself at work, how people value you, how confident you feel in the work that you do that will help to support receiving more prosperity. So it doesn't have to necessarily be about financial wealth. Like Laura and I don't often, we try not to have a focus so much on financial wealth because that it's not that simple. It's very much tied into your feelings of intrinsic wealth as well. So we hope that by looking at your desk, you can begin to see how your career, your path in life, how you show up in the world, how that can connect and give more meaning to your intrinsic wealth and how abundant and prosperous you feel with your family, with your loved ones, and in all the different areas of your life as well. It all trickles and interconnects, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I have one question. What do you Mm -hmm. have in your wealth area of your desk, Laura? Actually, you know what I have right now? I will show you. Okay. We also record these on Zoom, by the way. Oh, I have my, my U-Bowl that you made me. Laura has a, my, the Christmas gift I gave her, which is a feng shui adjustment that our students know about, but it's a ceramic bowl I made. Oh, yeah. I have my U-Bowl there and uh, it is bringing stability and ease to my shun area, my wealth area. So yes. Thank you. Nice. I have a fiddle head big, wait, fiddle. Yeah. Fiddle head big. And I also, actually, I have my U-Bowl too, but it's not one I made. It's a metal one that I have. Mm. Yeah. We're twins. Twinsies. Twinsies. Okay. Well, thank you, Laura, for for pulling this together for the this episode. And thank you so much to the listeners for following us and listening and being there for us. We're lucky to have you as listeners. This is why we, we, we love talking about feng shui and we do this for our work and this is our path in life and partially because all of you are there listening to us. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you can tune in every Monday for a new episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others, subscribe, leave a review, all of those things, subscribing, leaving a review and sharing it with others really helps support us. So please make an effort if you can. And you can also support the podcast by checking out our different courses and offerings. And we teach a certification course. All of that can be found at mindfuldesignschool.com. We hope to see you next week. Thank you so much for listening.